since it's from Sony, is this going to be more BS? Or is this the podcast for the movie Morbius by the Bennett Brothers? Yeah, made him laugh. Great. Going to keep it in. This is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Sony movie and you Morbius. Had prob- and you had a problem with my moon. My mooning moon night. It was good. <laughs> and I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining us. And here's some we more BS. Did, we did what you're not going to do. We watched Morbius. We went to the theater and saw it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to, well, probably spoil it. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to watch it, if you want to watch it and not be spoiled, don't listen to us. But then come back and listen to us. Whatever, something. Just listen to us. All right. If you want to join the conversation, go to facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Bennett Bros Pod or send us the old email at Bennett Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. We can also do a Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast, doing all crazy voices. Gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll work. Okay. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast. We have mini casts over there. Go listen to those. And to listen to those, you just got to sign up and be a patron. It's like a dollar. That's fine. We love it. We love it when you do it because it helps us out. And uh, we, have, we keep doing all these podcasts. So if you enjoy what we're doing, that's a good way of saying thank you. And that's our way of also saying thank you. Lots of thanks going on. Now we're going <laughs> yeah, to... I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, I've got a lot on my mind, Jerry. A lot on my mind. Uh-huh. Let's dive right in. All Do we right. have anything to say beforehand? I mean, no, I don't think well, there's much to talk about beforehand. Go, we're not going to go point by point. No. We're going to throw out some Easter eggs as we think about them. This is mostly about our general feelings about the movie. We can talk some, some stats towards the end, box office numbers and predictions. And we'll talk about the mm. infamous early credit scene and mid credit scene there is no after credit scene regardless of what you hear online is an early credit mid-credit. <laughs> jerry was so funny jerry's like ah there is no after credit scene Let's so go, he guys. stands up and he walks but he wasn't bold enough to walk all the way out of the theater he had to hang out by like i don't know maybe like, Darth like, might breathe at the he's end he's like i'm leaving bye guys i'll see you later and his eyes peek over the railing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it over? <laughs> so we will we will discuss that. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of fun around that. But our we'll, first... discuss, we'll discuss the trailer and the Spider-Man sequence that's not in the movie, and the director has All no that idea stuff. why that's there. <laughs> this is a, a controversial movie. Hard yeah. to say. This is a movie that is going to be compared to everything in its brother. It's being compared to Venom movies. It's compared to Spider-Man. It's compared to Marvel and everything. Some of those comparisons are are good. Some of those comparisons aren't aren't really fair. You can't comparing something like this to Venom, a character of Venom which is multiply more popular than Morbius. They, there's Venom comic books all the time. There's no Morbius comic books. And consequently, there's a $35 million less budget with this movie, so this movie doesn't have to make as much money as that does. So there's a lot of going into this. Uh, also, going into this, as we've done before, Joel and I are like, oh, we're, we, 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 are, we are dreading seeing this in a way. For no, a couple no, no, of you reasons. were dreading well, seeing it. If you listened to our last I, podcast I'll, on Moon Knight. I'll explain. It's because, first off, the trailers did this movie no no, no favors. It did not look good. There's nothing about this that wowed me. Well, and the, the people are strange. That, song is always fantastic. And, the peop- and, and then the character has never been a, a favorite of mine. So all of that is on the table. And then we have the whole Marvel versus Sony. I don't want to say Disney versus Sony because yeah, I'm not I'm not saying you know everything should be under this one giant juggernaut, not under two juggernauts. The the problem is is Sony has proven. With their last uh, four, maybe five Marvel movies, you know, from from Spider-Man three through two Amazing Spider-Mans through two Venom films, that they don't know what they're doing. They're messy. They're not good films compared to what we're seeing with the Marvel films. How they're doing it right, and somewhat to the DC films. So I'm going into this initially with like, oh God, they're gonna mess it up again. And it's weird because part of me is like, well, do I do I want them to succeed? Yes, I want to be entertained, but at the same time, I'm also like, but if they mess up enough and has been proven because they've done that, that's why Marvel got the Spider-Man movies back. And that's why those Spider-Man movies and all Spider-Man appearances are so fantastic that my attitude is like, yes, screw it up. Fantastic Four, screw up X-Men, whatever, so that we can get it all back under and, and, and work under this factory that's putting out incredible Work product that I'm enjoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So there is, I am going to this going like, do I want this to fail? And so... Everything there on the table, I went into this with way down, down low expectations. It was Joel, myself, and my son, Nick. And I was probably the one going with the lowest expectation, but Nick was real close there with me. And having watched the film, 
I was pleasantly surprised it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's not high praise. I think it's right uh, about maybe a little better than Venom. You know, I didn't have high praise for either Venom films. Will I watch this? Oh, it's, film? Better, yeah, it's much better than the second Venom film. Yes, it's, and it's part. I, I would that second Venom film, and I liked the first Venom film. I hated that second Venom film. I will let there be I carnage. Don't, rage, I don't. Age. I don't see myself ever really watching this again. I've yet to rewatch any of the Venom films again. You know, so I'm not putting there, but I was shockingly not as hateful as this as possible. Do I recommend going seeing it? No, I don't recommend going seeing it. Uh, but if it's on cable at some point or uh, streaming, yeah, go ahead and watch it just to be a completist. But I, I I liked it more than I thought it would. There's definitely issues with it. There's parts that really work well. Joel, what did you think? I, I It's fine. It's fine. It's it's forgettable. You know, I'm not going to remember this movie in four or five years. I'm not going to rem- – I'll remember the movie. I saw it. I won't remember what it's about. Uh, I mean, I've already forgotten. I, maybe, maybe I'll remember what it's about because it's – and I know you don't like to talk about this, but it's the typical origin movie where it's the same power fights the same power. The, the, the doppelganger fights the doppelganger, which we've seen in superhero films a lot from Ant-Man to Hulk to Batman. Iron Man – to not Batman, I said some X-Men. I said some superhero movies, <laughs> but, but I mean, I just I, I just listed off four. I could probably keep going, but it's it's that typical trope of you have the same power, I have the same power, we fight each other, and that you know what? It's not if a it's, bad if thing. If it's done well, if I don't it's care. done well, it's fine. Um, you know, and when I, you know, when we get this, Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Jared Harris, Michael Keaton, Al Madrigal, like it's not it's not a bad cast. It's not a bad cast at all. No, like, no, no. Like if I was just Tom tell you Hardy that, was great if, in Venom. If as I was an just actor. to tell you that cast, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's a kick-ass cast." There's a lot of people I like in that cast, but a kick you know, cast, a kick cats, yeah. But the story into it, like of its into itself, is average at best. It's fast. It's predictable. It feels it's, like a it feels like a superhero film from 2006 still. Yeah. It, which yeah. is what the Venom films. Which, if, hey, if that's what you love, then it go feels for like it. they're rushing this out in order to move the story along and get you know team up stories. And oh, stuff absolutely! Like it's that. what DC did and failed at, and it's what everybody does and fails at. It's the Dark Universe. Uh, it's kind of the Monster Universe. The Godzilla, King Kong mm-hmm. have been successful, but ultimately forgettable. Everybody wants what Marvel has. They don't want to put time in or the work in or the. I, ju- I just finished. The Marvel Ten Years book, the two solid mm-hmm. books that I got for Christmas, God, it was fascinating because it's all about the the process they created all that stuff and and what they put in to do that. That's the difference. And Sony is their Sony's attitude has always been and will always be, hey, we like that, we want that money, we want to attach on to you guys. We're going to we're going to do that. Is that okay? And they're like, no. And like, no, we want to do this. You want Spider Man? We're going to do this. And Marvel has been doing this little dance around them, which has been fantastic. Like, okay, we'll let Venom in the movie. Venom's in, and then Venom's right out before he's even in the movie. They're like, hey, what's going to happen? Why did that happen? And this is exactly where they they just keep wanting to say, we're in the Marvel Universe. And you know what? And, and to a certain degree, it works because there's enough people out there who don't listen to this podcast that knowing that that's a separate offshoot universe. And, you know, that, but they don't want to put the work in. Why mm-hmm. would they want to? Like, hey, in and out, in and out, wrap it up. Yeah, it feels like it's just a money grab, and that's unfortunate. And this movie is fine. I'm going to go back to that. It's fine. I can't. I don't know what else to say about it because it's well, not that's a short podcast. Though. It's not there. There were some cool things when, they, like the the speed stuff, when they would slow it down. Although we've seen it before, like that was fun. I think. But it, then I it think was. That then, then it, was it, it looks like frames. Of the comic book Frozen, there like they, but, they, yeah. I thought but that then was actually it, that I was pretty visually cool. that was pretty stunning. But stuff. then everything else is just bland. It's bland. No like no art. No art to it. No no. De- it's very black and gray and morbid. You know, like morbid. Like it's just bleh. And, and that's fine. And that can work if you're telling a good story. But again, the story isn't good enough to be told. It just isn't. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know you. So you, have, I know you had some problems uh, before we were going into this, like. You hate the look of Morbius because of the nose. You're always like, ah, oh, it looks like well, he's just got that. I, I will, it, what do you think about his look? The, that is that is true. Uh, my personal opinion is back even when I was a little kid and I saw uh, Morbius in comic books. Not Morbius comic books because it doesn't ever translate. The character is not that popular. He is a villain and then a 
quasi anti-villain, and that's about it. The character, when I first saw it as a kid, I noticed that they had that, among other features there, it's got the, the, the dark eyes is fine, the costume's silly, but that's okay. I never liked the nose because the nostrils are just way up there. Picture Voldemort, but instead of having little slit noses, it's just these giant honker nostrils. It's pig nose. It, but but it's pig nose that Snout. is also you know, sticking right at yeah. you. Exactly. And so I never liked it. I always thought that was an ugly look. So when I saw the making of this film and I saw what they were going to do with it, I was of two minds. I was like, hey, wait a minute. There, Where's the look? What's this pretty boy doing? What's this? I always think back to The Shadow, which is this movie starring Alec Baldwin, where it's like, this is what The Shadow looks like. And he looks like The Shadow for about two and a half minutes in the whole movie. And then they go, no, he looks like Alec Baldwin because we want to pay for this good looking guy. And so God, he, I, looked, I, he looked good as a shadow. Dude, so I understand <laughs> that, and you know, even though I was like, I want to see what the shadow looks like. So in this movie, I was caught between, hey, shouldn't he look like this because that's more comic accurate? But at the same time, I'm like, but hey, Jerry don't want to be looking at that face the whole movie. So I was kind of like, yeah, maybe it's okay because he switches back and forth. It's silly and it's contrived, and I understand that they go, we hired this handsome. Good-looking man. We want to see his face. We want to have nanotechnology make make the mask come on and off like Marvel movies do all the time. We want, you know, we, which worked, which is yeah. fine, which worked you know, for me. Hey, trust me. Nobody wants to spend any time with a character who where we can't see his face. You will never have successful fiction where a character is the star of something, and through the entire series of movies or TV shows, he never takes off his helmet because that could never be successful. I'm sorry. Hang on a second. What's that about the Mandalorian? Extremely successful. Everybody loves it. Never takes the mask off. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm completely wrong. Halo, you screwed up really, really, really bad. By the way, I saw the first episode of Halo. We can talk about it. We'll talk. Well, <laughs> well we will talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You, what you're saying is you don't want to see his nostrils flared up because what if he's got a bat in the cave? Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. A bat. Also, in the cave. also. JJ, a bat in the cave. It's it. a bat thing. I, okay. Oh, Just making he, sure you get it. Because that is a 10 out of 10 joke right there. Also, the. <laughs> Also, what if he sneezes? That's not hitting his lips. It's hitting yours. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's shooting out pretty bad. You win. You know what? Here's the other thing, too. You mentioned that he's an antihero. So I don't I don't know anything about this character from the comics or anything like that. But, man, why didn't they, they... They just should go dark with this. They never go dark with anything. Like, the only villain superhero movie we've had, I feel like... We had the Joker movie, and then we had Infinity War. Infinity War. Like, go. why didn't they just make it dark? He has to kill people. But they're they're mercenaries, and so they're bad well, guys. Okay, like, so let's like, bring up a point for point. We're just watching this movie, and this comes down to a question of like, do we know the tropes just because we're getting old, or is this because it's sloppy writing? Because and so well, as soon writing. as he's on this isolated ship, because he's going to put, you know, they basically need to have this sequence where he becomes the vampire, but he can't run around the city because that's the whole. So they come up with a logical thing. I'm fine. International mm-hmm. waters. He's going to get this done, and. Right before he's done, you know, they strap him in and there's there's the love interest and she's right there. And then they have these people that they've hired that are on the payroll, you know, uh, apparently running this giant freighter. I don't Who know. Might if, have I, families. I don't know if there's a full, like, a, if, if the actual ship has, I don't know enough about ships to say, like, does it 20 people need to run this? And out of those 20, do they all have guns and are they all fighters? Or should I just go... Jerry, don't think about don't it. Don't think it's about it. It's a dumb yeah, movie. It's a dumb storyline. And bottom line is, as soon as they said that, and the one guy goes, I'm going to go check on the dock. Wait here. By the way, guys, I'm the boss. And I'm a villain in a lot of stuff. Remember me as the bad guy from the first episode of Dalek in, in Doctor, Doctor Who season one? Yeah, I'm that guy. I mean, he's been in a lot of films. I mention that because obviously we have the Doctor Who in this movie also, mm-hmm. which, by the way, at one point, uh, Nick was getting a kick out of that because... At one point, Matt Smith says uh, 11 when yeah, he's supposed to say 11. And also he goes, I'm not a doctor. It's like, aren't you a doctor? You know. Anyways. I wonder if he's so going to meet up with the purple as, man as soon as the, the dark elf. As soon as the guy walks in there and he goes, hey there. I'm, oh, he's got to die. Because, but they can't have him kill him if he kills innocent people. So immediately the guy comes in and the guy's like, hey, I'm a bad guy. And you know what? I'm this close to probably raping you. Goes to my dialogue. You can tell, and I'm going to shoot, and I'm going to do this stuff, and we're going to do this. And I was just like, "Oh, so that's how they're going to do this?" And then he's going to go send all the other bad guys down here so we can have him kill people, but justify it in the rest of the story. We're not going to have a character. Which again, let me ask you this: Having said this out loud and thinking about this, would it have been better if these guys were good guys who were fighting back, 
But then we have to spend the rest of the movie with our main antagonist going, I feel this guilt. I feel so terrible. I well, should I kill myself. Cause I don't is know. that a story I want to follow? I You're guess right. I'm asking. I don't, I don't know if this is the, what they deal with in the comics. But the, immediately when they go, he created synthetic blood. It's like... Well, now he has a reason not to eat people and do that. But there is something, there is a good storyline. Because I didn't like this story. I think the story is mediocre at best. But there is a good storyline in the idea of like, he wants to be good, but in order to survive, he has to eat people. And then you can, you can go with that way. I mean, it's obviously, you know whose story that is? That's Venom's story. That's, that's Venom's story, what it is. And well, so yeah. they have to do something different. But I don't mind the idea of, of at least the venom, that's a that's a symbiote having to deal with that. If he has to deal with that himself and wrestle with, I have to kill myself versus like I can save people's life at the expense of the the bad. I mean, that's punishment. It's a lot of things. But I want, I'd rather have that than he created synthetic blood. And now we have to show him killing these bad guys. They were probably broken. They probably broke the law. That's fine. Where's their Where's their uh, uh, the proper justice on that they should have a trial like normal like what is this he's the tri- yeah, should they would they should they have had a scene where those mercenaries were talking like hey listen now that we got this guy out here we're going to rob all this stuff and then we're going to kill well, him would and still we're going to complaining his wife. about but, it but but, but mean, no but at least you would have felt like like oh these guys were not like we're guessing about it again this is a minor minor point but it was something we thought about when we we're watching this is what is what is the justification of how well, do you you, do you, it? you you said it before you're right it's a trope and this movie's filled with tropes. And it's, you know, kid hit, kid defends himself in the beginning of the movie. He's going to become a bad guy because he defended himself. The you know What else made him a it's bad like, guy? I don't know. He just all of a sudden is a bad guy because, ah, the world is bad. He clearly comes from money. So, he, like, what are, you, what are you complaining about? Like, also, he likes that, you know, instead of having the name Lucius, he lets this guy named Milo. Milo. Well, that was, it, was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. like, and then he's like, hey, you gave me my name. And, you know, you were also kind of a jerk about it and everything. But, okay, it's so simplistic. I guess, you know, the tropes and simplistic are what I'm, I'm coming back to is like, oh, well, we're just going to show it this way because we're not and, – and that's fine. I'm okay with simplistic if it's leading to get us getting us to something incredible faster. Do you think we, it is, though? No, I don't. I think, exactly. I think every time I did it, I was like, but we're not – do anything extra with it oh what am i gonna get this is gonna we're gonna speed through this story in age of carnage so we can have this scene when carnage is walking around a rave and going i love all these people you know it's like who cares about that that's not good well, that was pretty good actually. You know, but you know, <laughs> no your voice was i'm not talking about the scene no i know no, you're right and but he, I, I, i'm a very optimistic person when it comes to this stuff because i will watch bad movies and go hey these movies are bad because maybe someday they'll make a good movie. Because unfortunately, we have examples of that. You can sit through Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 and go, God, what god-awful movies those were. And then you get the latest Spider-Man movie and you go, well, I'm glad I sat through those bad movies to get those wonderful moments and, and fixing. But it doesn't need to be that way. You don't need to start with bad movies to get good movies. You can have good movies and continue to make good movies. Like, well, you talk please. about being uh, optimistic. I had to be optimistic for 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 the majority of time because when a bad movie would come out but it's in the genre you like mm-hmm. you're like oh that could be that could be better but this is the best I got so I better root for mm-hmm. it so that Hollywood goes hey maybe we should make more because there has been way too many times when something like The Shadow fails the Rocketeer fails the, the, the Phantom fails, fails you're like, <laughs> then they go like well we're done and you're like no no the the, the genre is not gone they just had the poor execution or whatever and now we're like. People know superheroes or sci-fi, remember, or any any anything that we love. That doesn't mean like, well, then don't make anymore because they because there's enough of it out there that's good that people are going, hey, 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 no, 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 it's still good. This is just a poor version. So we're we are luckier in that respect mm-hmm. that we can do that. Now you can still get screwed up. We jokingly talked about, you know, we like the GI Joe franchise idea, but we're and the thing is, is when Snake Eyes came and failed, deservedly so. That's the end of them making a GI Joe film for a while. Versus we were like, oh, but we want them. There's a story in there to do it, but they're not going to put any more. But money then into again, it. you get movies that you want them to make and are extremely successful, but you don't like the way they make them. Transformer movies, where you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, really these movies point. are hugely successful, and I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're we're picky. We're picky. But here's the thing. We this same argument we're making about the Sony universe is the same argument we made about DC. It's like, wow, you're rushing it really quickly to get to a Justice League movie so you can have these these team ups and all that. And that but at least, face. but at least with the DC movies, those are some pretty damn good. These are pretty no, no, good looking yeah. and pretty damn good movies. I mean, yeah, some of them aren't as good as others, but Man of Steel is awesome. No. Wonder Woman is awesome. Batman v Superman has problems, but it's still it's still 
10 times better than Morbius. I would rather watch Batman v Superman and and awful Lex Luthor than Morbius again. But that being said, again, Morbius is fine. It's it's not as bad as people are saying online, but it's not a good movie either. So it's it's so, a shame. It's a shame. What did you think of the love interest? the female doctor whose name is escaping me right at this particular moment. Well, it was so funny. I mean, the movie does some things interesting. Martine, Martine, Martine. Uh, Bancroft. And she there is was from a the moment comics. In the, there's a moment the there when she sucks her finger for the blood, and you were like, what is that all about? I think she was a vampire at that point already. No, she wasn't. Because she's a vampire at the end of the movie. Yeah, because the drop of blood goes in her in his, in her mouth when she bites his lip. At the oh, end. Maybe that's what it was? Oh, it's absolutely okay. when it was. But that being said, you're like, who does that? I'm like, I- I- I've sucked on my bloody finger before just to get rid of the blood. I've done that before. Uh, I know. I guess. I was just, <laughs> I was like, come but on. But no, but that's fair. I didn't, okay, so she, she turned when she bit his lip. And that yeah. is from the comics. Okay. Apparently she she was, uh, she turns. three vials. I thought the third vial was her. I thought that's why she turned. You're saying it's because he, he transferred his blood to her. Plus, he bit her, which I don't know if that really works because it's not that kind of vampire, which I thought was funny in that one scene mm-hmm. when he puts his hand in the sunlight. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, there's there's some good... The scene when the one nurse is walking down the hallway and, oh, great. and the most inefficient light system I've ever seen in the entire... Where it turns off and then turns on as opposed to continually being on. But when they look in the background and the thing moves, oh, that, that was awesome. And we all... Everybody there... Ooh, yeah, that was cool. Don't, don't they realize, like, maybe do more of that creepiness? Maybe make it a really horror. I mean, we know what horror movies look like. Like, let's let's commit to that a little bit. Well, this Not guy, a gory movie, the director, but a horror movie. Daniel Espinosa, he's done, he did, he did the movie Life, which is, actually, it's very forgettable, but it's like a precursor to Venom is what it is, but... He's not really well known, and they tried to give him a chance. And this movie, is, same is, with is, same with the the writer, right? He's he. This this is the same writer who brought you, Gods of Egypt, Power Rangers, The Last Witch Hunter. He developed Lost in Space on the TV show. I just finished <laughs> the last episode of that last night. But but I mean, this guy has Dracula Untold. You know, Dracula Untold. Jerry wasn't that supposed to be the the start for the monster universe? Let the games so begin. Oh, these. Oh, he's actually another writer. The same, they both wrote together, the two of them. Uh, uh, Matt Smith was good. I thought... Um, Tyrese Gibson? It was fine. He was fine. Okay, so let's talk about that character for a little bit. Tyrese Gibson? So, yes, so Tyrese Gibson plays Asian Stroud. And first off, Tyrese Gibson, this guy's insane. Uh, you know, he came out like two years ago. This takes place in the MCU. It's definitely in the MCU. And it actually might have at some point. We'll get to that towards the end. Remind me about that point when we talk about the end, the end credit stuff and everything, because there could have been. But he filmed in the movie. He's got like a like a like a an arm, a metal braces. It's supposed to have all sorts of superpower stuff. He talked about in an interview, like, oh, you're gonna see all this cool technology. People are gonna just love it. They're gonna freak out when they see all this stuff going on my arm. And then they clearly just took that out of the movie. He wears his, he has got a trench coat on for 97% of the movie. He keeps his hand in his pocket. And then at the very end, you see him walk up with his jacket off, but he's got his shirt sleeves rolled up and he's got that in his arm. You can kind of see there's something on his arm. Didn't even notice it. Didn't even notice it? I did not even notice it. See, that's, that's the thing on his arm. He's got like a robot mechanics on his arm. Oh, I never even put Yeah, there's that another, that, I bring this up in the fact that there, this movie was heavily. Uh, when you talked about the director, the studio just messed all over this film. Now, co- oh, yeah. now COVID. This film was supposed to be out two years ago. COVID and reshoots and timing and the MCU and all that stuff did have effect on, uh, effect on this. But there is a mess in this movie that, like, there may be. Not, a, I'm not saying a better movie. I'm saying there's a different film or. I read. Parts I about read this. that they literally did some stuff with J. Jonah Jameson until they after Spider Man they go. Well, this is in a different universe. He's not even in this universe. Well, that's why I'm saying maybe when this movie first was initially released, or was supposed to come out, and this was, and, and it tells you how long ago this was, when the first trailer came out for this, which I hated that trailer, it came out from the studio that brought you Spider-Man Far, Far from, from Home, Home, and now the trailer comes out from the studio that brought you Spider-Man No Way Home. They've already had another sequel in between this. I think they thought they were going to be in the Marvel Universe. They were set for that. There was a shot in the trailer where Michael Morbius is walking through an alleyway, and there's a Spider-Man poster on the wall. It's actually a Spider-Man poster. It's an image from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It says murderer on it, which made people think, this is tying in past Far From Home. The director has come out and said that he did not shoot that. He's, he's, He's lying about so many other things, so I don't know if that's true or not, if he's playing the, you know. And then there's other issues that clearly... 
they had to shift because they went, they were told that this was going to be in the MCU. And then they were clearly told afterwards, yeah, it ain't. Marvel's messing with us, but we're still not willing to risk it and pull back yet. So they made changes for that, including the Tyrese Gibson, uh, the whole arm thing and whatever. And that's just one aspect of it. I don't want to get to the end credit stuff yet because I think that's going to be where we all wrap up with everything there. Well, so let me – again, I know we're picking at stuff, but as we're talking about this, just trying to – how do you make a better movie out of this, right? If you if you just look at the MCU movies, even some of the simple stuff, it's like Iron Man. Okay, his bigger story is about, you know, he created evil, so he has to become good in order to save the stop the evil he created. Like, there's big deep themes in there, and this movie could have a deep. This movie could have some deep meaning to it because they really wrestle with the idea of being born uh, disabled, and you know what that causes you to do, and how the world looks at you, and all sorts of stuff. And I think that's a I think that's a good story to tell. I think there's a good message in there. But it's so sloppy, and they go away from that message so much. It's just like, it's a springboard for Matt Smith to be like, I'm a bad guy because people aren't handicapped like me. Okay, like that seems like a far stretch. I don't know how you got to that point. But the movie could have dealt, like dove into that, the idea of being handicapped. The fact that when he doesn't take the blood, he start, they start like losing their ability to walk and stuff. And I know that's been done before. I know Shazam does that a little bit uh, with... Uh, the young, uh, the other young boy, um, but like the, I, there's other movies that have done that where like you're fine. Oh, Awakenings does that, like you're fine now, and then you go back to being your your disabled self. And I think that would be an, that's an interesting idea to wrestle with. And I think you can tell a really good story about that. And this is not that story. Yeah. You talk about the blood, and I had questions about this, but I've actually thought about it afterwards and read a little bit more. So with the main character, basically, he drinks a bunch of blood from people, and he goes animalistic. But that's also his first time coming out, and they kind of establish it. That's what happens. Hey, mm-hmm. it happens. You just don't want to be around him when that happens. And then afterwards, he goes, I'm going to drink the blue blood, which is the blood that he made. The, mm-hmm. fake, the synthetic you know, blood, yeah. The, the plasma, <laughs> as they called it in the animated 90s cartoon, as my son was so prolific at saying, I need more plasma, because you can't say blood, because the Fox News uh, children's uh, things you can't do. That's fair. <laughs> oh, So I, the attitude was, we see it always sitting there versus the red blood right next to it. And, of course, the attitude comes up. You don't have to drink in, in, in the year 2022 here. You don't have to go around killing people. There's blood banks and blood all over the place that people are willingly give, giving. You don't have to – You can. I mean, you can, in your storyline, you could write that it has to come from the body. Yeah. But, but this one didn't do that. It could have come to that. And they did not address that until t- towards the end where he says, I can't drink that because then I become a hunter and it changes who I am. He said that. He goes, it makes me a hunter. I'm looking for prey. I will be dark. I will turn out just like you know, Matt Smith. I will turn out to be just like Milo and be that kind of a killer. And so I went, okay, they address it. And that's why there is a ticking clock in this where he's like, this is only good for six hours. This is only good for five. This is only good for four hours, 20 minutes. And eventually it's going to run out. And so they did address that. But also at the end, he does drink blood and he still keeps his sanity. So I don't know how much I can put into that because when he yeah, has, as you were talking just then, I'm like, but he does. They kill didn't. Her. They yeah. didn't so, that, that's, so they're inconsistent and they're sloppy. It's sloppy writing right there. And, and they said this will fix that because it's not a question where you know sometimes when they do this and you know somebody in the theater studio is going, well, what about this? And somebody in a position of power or art is going, that doesn't matter. Only two people will ever question it. This is a question that everybody has. It's like, wait a minute, we see the other blood there, and you can't just wave a hand. So they said, well, write a line of dialogue that says – so they try to address it, but then they're inconsistent yeah. with the follow-through. What do you think Again, of – it's fine. What do you think <laughs> of the makeup uh, or the, the effect, the look of Matt Smith? Matt Smith's such an interesting-looking actor. He looks great. Actor. I thought he looked great. He almost looked like a Frankenstein. I mean, they, he's got they, such they, a huge, high brow there. All CG – they didn't do any facial prosthetics for this. At least that's what they said. Oh, no, no, they know. stopped their faces. And, that, and that's and that's fine. I thought it looked good. The, the, I'm not. I'm not saying the the special effects were bad at this. I thought they were fine. And never they never really stood out as something that's like they were bad. As, they yeah, were bad. They never were bad. So this movie has a lot going for it. It just shows when you have a crap story that it's just simple. It's just, just trying simple. to simple. Like, it's so simple, like. You know, don't, like don't don't. And I'm not saying every film your, has your not audience every film is has to be has to be Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. No, where clearly this guy spent a lot of time making that movie and thinking all this stuff through. And you go, oh, this is the one percent of one percent artistic director. Uh, everything about it, but you can still do it in even in the lowest of the Marvel films, even in a Shang Chi or in uh, Eternals, you know, something or you know, even, Captain Marvel, or... you know, something simple like that. You kind of go, 
but it's still it's still not being dumb. It's still you know answering the question. Somebody is saying, "Hey, we should do this," mm-hmm. you know, and and that's what's missing here. And it's, it is. It's sad. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Uh, obviously, we get you know, a lot of little Easter eggs. We see we, at one point we uh, we saw. I thought we saw the Oscorp building. Uh, but maybe not. I think it might have been a trailer, that, just like the other one. We obviously see the Daily Blue. I'm sorry, the Daily newspaper, Bugle. The newspaper. And yeah. there are these Easter eggs in there saying something about the chameleon breaks out and the black cat and the rhino. So they're throwing this out there, and they're saying it's in the world, and those are fine. I guess before we get to the giant vulture in the room, in the room, you know, when we talk about the end credits, it's like in the movie itself. Like movie starts. Movie ends, title comes up, says Morbius, and you're done at the end. Does the movie, you know, does every every time you're reading an article, they're focusing on those two 45-second clips at the very end. They're not addressing the movie. Like, does the movie not work, or do you just want to focus on the fact that you hate this part so much? Because you can definitely hate the ending part for whatever logistic reasons you can, but that that's not the movie. That's after the movie. You could have gotten up and walked away, as I tried to do <laughs> several times. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, you know. Also, I didn't. I didn't really care for the opening credits. Like, I, I never say that about any movie. Like, I, I could care less. But like, those opening credits were pretty dumb. I was like, Marvel doesn't uh, even do opening credits anymore, as they should. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you. Well, let's talk about the ending because you can't talk about the ending and what we're talking about now without. We okay. can't talk about what we're talking so about now. Before we get into that, ending. we're going to go Thank all you. the way back to when the first trailer came out for this thing and what everybody talked about other than the Spider-Man poster on the wall and the Daily Daily Bugle and all the connections. And this was just after Far From Home had come out. We see this trailer. And in the trailer, they show Michael Keaton going, Hey, Dr. Mike. Hey, you and I, we should get together sometime. You know, hey, we should do they something. Showed they showed the Michael Keaton, the vulture, in a trailer. What were you thinking? Because I know what they're thinking. And, 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 and then a, fur, this, a further trailer, a further trailer showed him, hey, you know, we should really get together. And he goes, hey, what's up, Doc? He says, what's up, Doc? And there's these just they knew, they, you know, the Sony marketing again. The, it's a lot of times the Sony marketing. They're just they're terrible. That's what Marvel the struggles worst. with them. You know, their attitude. Remember Amazing Spider-Man 2. What's the last thing that happens in the movie? Oh, we see Spider-Man throwing something at the rhino and everything like that. That's in the trailer. We see exactly how the movie ends in the trailer. I know it's not the key ending moment, but it's the last scene in the movie. The last second in the movie. It, it was it, when they showed that. And then when we saw this movie, Michael Keaton is in this movie, not <laughs> in the scenes we saw. And I think that had to do with I believe when they first shot this stuff, way back when, it was supposed to be in the Marvel Universe, in the MCU. And so when he's going, when Jared Leto's going to prison, which again, he's going to prison, he's instantly in prison, and, and he, we already know he's on a deadline. He's like, if I don't get this blood in six minutes, in six hours, I'm going to kill somebody. And he's already on that timeline. And then he's in that prison. It looks like he's been there for a little while. He's like, hey, you, ha- you, you, you sit here, you, you don't worry about it, you don't, you know, just stay like this. Don't, you know, don't do anything. Obviously, Matt Smith comes in and gives him some blood, in the bag, but before that, I'm like, hey, he's going to run out of, he's got to be down the last couple minutes, and we were told that once that happens, he becomes a giant monster, but whatever. So, I mean, that's a structure problem. So Michael Keaton sees him there, and that's when they have those scenes that we see in the trailer where it's like he's interacting. Hey, Dr. Mike, we got to form the secret, you know, the Sinister Six. We got to do it because that's what we were told to do, and it doesn't happen. So instead, they had to shoot new footage with him, which they just shot not that long ago, and I only think they shot one scene with him, mm-hmm. even though there's two scenes. The first scene is they realized, okay, well we can't put we can't put him in the movie where we want to. And the director has been, but we've already put him in the trailer. <laughs> but the director is already kind of the director constantly. I'm just keep reading articles here. But the, the director is constantly just trying to avoid that. No, nah, no, nah, Hollywood, blah blah studio to the point where he's going, hey, you know, Sony invented the multiverse, not Marvel. And it's like, what are you talking about? And he's referencing the fact that Spider-Man in the in the in the Spider-Verse was the invitation. It's like, no, that's based on what DC Comics and Marvel did, you know, back in the '60s. But whatever, you know, it's it's just, he's reading the the Sony line that he's supposed to do. Like, want to mm-hmm. get a check? Do that. So they took Michael Keaton. First off, they they saw the look of Spider-Man No Way Home with the sky breaks open. So they remade their own little version of the sky cracking open. Okay with it? Fine. It's fine. Michael Keaton then appears in this cell, this cell with a full-sized mirror. I don't know how many prison cells you've ever been, but having a giant glass mirror in the cell 
probably not real, but whatever. They decided that okay, that's that's nitpicky. That's totally yeah, nitpicky. Yeah. He's in there, he feels himself. Hey, wherever this is, I hope the food's better. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Then we cut to a a news feed. I don't know who's watching the news. I can't remember. Are we watching somebody in a bar look at that news thing or whatever? But you know, and in news today, we've got a bunch of expiratory dialogue here to explain what's happening for the viewers at home. And we find out that Adrian Toomes, yes, it's that guy, even though I think it would make more sense, we're going to find out that he's not Adrian Toomes, but because of the Flashpoint movie coming out, it's actually Bruce Wayne, who we will see in the Flashpoint movie. Um, so then he shows up and he's like, hey, there's nothing. And they basically look at the camera and they explain everything and they go, listen, he's free. He didn't do anything in this world, so he's free. And I think that was where they were also then able to use about 12 seconds of footage of him going into that vehicle because that was from the footage they shot the first time because we saw them in the alleyway in the original footage. So they were able to use – they said we got 12 seconds worth. So the boom and then more credits play. And then out of nowhere we see Morbius who can fly now driving a car to a scary mansion somewhere, which that mansion could be something from the comic books that there is a scary house in one of the early comic books. And then he pulls over and we see the vulture come landing in. And then we never see him take his mask off because there's no way they got Michael Keaton to do that. They just clearly had him record his voice in some closet somewhere. And he has this conversation. Hey, Dr. Mike, it's me. Yeah, you know what we should do? We should get together. We should do some good. And Morbius goes, intriguing. Boom. I'm like, oh my God, what's it going to mean? I don't care. And the thing is, is I've heard the complaint that how did he make that armor, considering it was using Shatari tech in the MCU universe, MCU universe to do it. So how could he make that? And that's a very good point. Like, I don't care if he knew what he was doing. He had worked on it for six years. There was still technology that mm-hmm. he didn't have. Sure. But recently someone said it's because it is slightly designed differently that maybe, maybe that tech he's wearing, that vulture costume that he's wearing, that technology, maybe that's the same vulture suit or a variation on the one we see at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, that, that sounds great that's to me. That's a better I, reason. But I, my, my, still my problem is, how the hell did he get there? Like, why does he get to go to another? We saw at the end of, he gets, t- he gets sucked into the one universe, and then he gets MCU, and then he gets spit back out. So What we were told in the uh, Spider-Man movie from Doctor Strange our, our, and we have to go if he's a reliable narrator. He says that this spell is pulling everybody who knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man into this universe. Mm-hmm. He says that, and then at the end, we see them then leave. Yes. We see Venom leave, leaving a little bit of glob behind for some reason, which is fine. We see all the characters leave, and we're also seeing now... Not only did they all leave, but we're seeing Adrian Toomes, who we know is from the MC universe. Yes. It's not like he was from previously getting sucked through. And the director has said, and the studio has basically said, because of the events of No Way Home, characters are now being pulled back and forth, moving both directions. So they, speaking to the press, are saying, that opened a door to go both ways. And if you ask them, but that didn't happen in the movies, they go, la, 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 la. Or if you ask them... Who else? They're going to go, no, just him. Just one character. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. That's a mess. What a mess. Yeah. But again, that's not the focus. You can't You can't go like, the whole movie sucks because of that. The movie's got problems because the movie's got but again, problems. All these questions can be answered in a future movie if if it goes that way. They can go, hey, remember? remember and I've done, this is the Fantastic Beast problem with Minerva McGonagall. They can answer that in the next movie because I'm okay. You, you can make a mistake or you can do something and you can fix it later on. That's okay if this it's just a whippet. This is also the first time in this Venomverse, I'm not going to call it the Spider-Man property of Sony pictures, universe, whatever it's called. And this is the first time they actually mention Spider-Man by name. We've only seen Spider-Man on a TV screen, and we constantly see Venom licking what the What Spider-Man screen. is it? Well, that's the question. If it's the Tobey Maguire one, which would have been made you think that because of that one poster, which was not actually in the movie, so therefore it's not going there, that doesn't work because he already has a Venom in his universe. It's clearly not the MC universe, MCU universe. Mm-hmm. And so that would make by by default. Is it the Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield one? And that's as as wonderful as he is as super as Spider Man. He's in a crappy Marvel, uh, crappy universe. His storyline it was just crappy. You know, you know, Jamie. Sure. Hopefully, hopefully, get Jamie Fox back. He goes, I'm blue again. Oh no, they're not going to do that, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, you mentioned something earlier about Morbius driving a car and Morbius being able to fly. Can he fly or can he glide? 
it's windy out there. If he's windy, like I felt like when he gets in front of the subway, it's because the subway is like he, he pushing. Glide, he can glide, or he can fly if the writers need him to fly. <laughs> he just gets to get to a high enough building and jump yeah. off. Yeah, what a what a what a mess. <laughs> the director, the vulture, the vulture is not a criminal in that universe just yet. Hey, we're gonna do some good. What does that even mean? We're gonna do some good. We'll find out in the Craven the Hunter movie, which is coming out soon. Even though he's a villain, this is all we got, folks. So we're gonna make him a hero or an anti-hero. And then we got the Madam Web movie coming out. Well, that, and she'll know, probably answer the question: Why is there a Spider-Man in every universe? Because Spider-Man's a totem, and that makes sense. Okay, fine. There's a Spider-Man in every universe. I'm okay with that. Is this universe have none of it? And is it actually Miles Morales in this universe? Who knows? Maybe that's the way they decide to go with it. It would be a poor choice, but you know, you know, whatever. Because we'll, we'll find out. And, but they're going to turn all the. They're they're afraid to do the heroes. They're afraid. You know, what are you going to do? Black Cat, you know, uh, Silk, some of these other characters. They don't know. You know, they they need these characters need a Spider Man, and otherwise they're just going to turn all their villains into heroes because that's all they have the rights to, and they're going to going to hang on to that as much as they can. This this movie's gonna it's, good, it's bombing, isn't it? Or... Well, okay, let's get down to that then. So, box office wise, again, it's hard to you know this movie does not have to do the same amount of money that Venom does. It it was it was made for much less, thirty five million dollars less. So, the movie as of right now, which is uh, Tuesday, April fifth at noon, it has a domestic gross of thirty nine million. Probably after Monday's thing, it's got to be over forty million. So forty million, whatever. Oh, Venom, the first Venom was at eighty million, and the second one was at ninety million at the time. But it's not a fair comparison. And then worldwide, they've made eighty-four million. So I'm guessing by today, they're probably at eighty-seven million, eighty-eight million. Well, it'll cross. It'll easily cross a hundred million worldwide. Next weekend will be a real deciding factor for Morbius. If Morbius yep. is able to. I feel it like has to maintain in the, tw- in the it's, 20s. The and it's word, not going to. The word of mouth is bad for this. And so I don't think people are going to go to the movie. You almost didn't want to go to the movie theater to see oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone who went to the movie theater to see it other than us. Well, there was like four other people in the theater we went and saw there, it. They, yeah, but still, it's opening weekend. Yeah. I mean, uh, good Lord. So yeah, here's the thing I think that the film will be considered a success but not a blockbuster. And what that means is there will not be a Morbius 2, but the character of Morbius could very well be in another movie teamed up with other characters. And I think that's the future. There won't, I would be shocked unless next weekend they go, Oh my God, this film, this film only, you know, dropped 10%. You know, there'd be some tricky math on that, but yeah, it's, you know uh, who the big winner is here. I mean, outside of Marvel, but they're already a winner. Jade Leto, uh, Jade Leto. No, Jared Leto. DC. Cause like, is DC as many mistakes as they make? With movies like Wonder Woman 84, right? Or the original Suicide Squad, they go, well, at least they're not like Sony over there. <laughs> Although, but Sony goes, have you seen our uh, Sony, uh, the, our latest Spider-Man movie, how much money that made? Ah, damn you. It's not your it's movie. Not you. you know but you they still made it. that money. <laughs> Other Easter eggs in there is obviously we have uh, uh, both two references to Venom. One, they talk about, hey, that thing that happened in San Francisco mm-hmm. over there. And then, uh, hey, uh, I'm Venom. And then in the tra- in the trailer, she goes, "No, I'm not. I'm just your friendly neighborhood uh, Dr. Mor- Michael Morby is here to help you," which they took out of the movie, but it's in the trailer. There's a lot that's in that trailer. Uh, you know, the movie. Horizons Lab is actually from the comics. That's something where Peter Parker worked at for a long time. Um, it was so funny. I read another. Is that article. Star Labs? No, I read another article <laughs> not, with the director. The director was talking about Morbius, and he, I don't know. And the guy knows comic books. The guy clearly was calling out comic book stuff. So he was a comic guy, but he was like laying on some things like Michael Mor- Morbius. He's one of the the five smart, you know, the five most intelligent characters in the Marvel universe. I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, what? What? Michael Morbius, one of the five? But then he goes. Uh, that scene when they were doing the biology on Spider-Man, they had to call people in to help them check it out in the Spider-Man. They brought in, you know, Reed Richards. They brought in Hank McCoy. They brought in, uh, you know, Professor uh, X or whatever. No, no, intelligent people and Morbius. I'm like, yeah, he's like, okay, okay. As a biologist, dealing with stuff like that, yes, maybe he's one of the top five. Do not say he's one of the top five smartest guys in your universe. He's not even in the top fifty-five. <laughs> come on, come on. He's 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 not. He's nothing. Unless unless. Take that back. If this movie had made $200 million, Marvel would be going, Morbius is one of the smartest. We, we're going to adjust it. We're, we're making changes. But that's not going to happen now. Oh, I, that was a lot. You know what else I'm is fun? Like, so we get this movie, right? What did we see right before this? The first episode of Moon Knight, which was outstanding. Like, <laughs> you just There's such a quality difference. And Moon Knight's a television show. There's such a big quality difference. And a, and a reach for... Uh, artistry difference 
the artistry of Moon Knight compared to this, it's like, oh, you went in here and tried something. What did they try to do with Morbius? Tried to play it safe. Oh, God. Oh, my opinion is going down on this movie, and it should it should stick where it was. It's just fine. I'm reading here some of the It Easter should be eggs. funnier, too. Yeah. That's another thing. I, Marvel movies, Marvel shows, the humor they, they is actually, it right. they, they do a good it. job with it. I mean, this this movie had Al Madrigal. I like Al Madrigal a lot. He's he's a very funny guy. He's on the Daily Show. He used to be on the Daily Show. I don't know if he still is, but he's done a bunch of funny stuff. But he was the other cop. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he just wasn't funny. Like, I mean, he on, wasn't you... unfunny, but he wasn't. He should have been funnier. Should have been funnier. You have anything else you want to? Carnage was this. at one time supposed to be in the original cut Ugh. where he was a, one of the prisoners of Morbius before the film was reshuffled and blah, blah, blah. That's something I'm reading here. You mean actual Carnage or are you talking about no, Woody Harrelson? Carn- Woody Harrelson, yeah. I'm looking at stuff here. Uh, you know, there's the line because he goes, I'm, you won't like me when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Of that's course. Just, that's a play on the old I'm okay with that show. too. You know, Jerry. Cra- the th- Craven, the threatening Russian gentleman that prompts Milo to hire more men can only be Craven, star of Sony's upcoming Spider-Man, less Spider-Man. Eh, whatever. Maybe. maybe can maybe. I, uh, I want to get your reaction. I want to see when so when, when the executives at Sony, when they're like, they see the movie and then they, they're like, they see Michael Keaton at the end. And they're like, oh, my God, Michael Keaton's in the movie. we got to put him in the trailer. How are they reacting, Jerry? The Sony people? Yeah. What, what, can, you give me the, can you give me an imitation of what they would be like oh, when, when, they, they, when they see it? Yeah, when they see it. Oh, and they finally realize he's in it. And then they, yeah. You're talking about the marketing people? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to make so much money. We're going to make this so happy. I can't happy. talk about, I can't talk about oh had, what, You what can't put him in the trailer. But I want to. But I want to. What, what do I do? We put him in. We put him in. <laughs> Who do we go? Let's go ask our uh, bosses. Where are the bosses? How much money do we need? Put it in. What about the artistic integrity? Who cares about that? See? We're going to do it this way. See? <laughs> Is Spider-Man in the movie? No, no. Can, can we put him in anyway? Yeah. That's what they, they see Michael Keaton. They're like, we have to put him in the trailer. I want to go back to the... I can't, but to the in, to, into that? If Sony... Had been in charge of the marketing. They would have for, never for, erased for, for Iron Man, oh. the first one. The trailer for the movie would have had Nick Fury in it. <laughs> Probably. Well, they also, if if Marvel didn't step in, they would have never erased the two Spider Men from the the Spider Man trailer. They would have like, look at all three Spider Men are in this movie. Oh, they were they were so. Oh, they wanted, wanted to, to so that. bad. They wanted I, they to thought, so you know, bad. That was shockingly. Well done because we because they knew when they were mar- when they were going to have to advertise that movie. They said we're going to have to put people out. We can't have, we can't have just the three kids doing it. And yes, we gave up Joe J-, J Jonah Jameson. But that's not a big enough character. And they said, so they said let's put in Alfred Marina Alfred Marina Molina and let's put in Jamie Fox. So people are going to know clearly that these two other characters from the two different universes. And then they eventually released at the beginning. They said okay, guess what? And uh, Green Goblin. So we're going to let so we're going to know those three guys are in there. But they said we're not going to release that. And you know Sony was desperate. So hard, but, yeah. but God, you know Marvel said hey, okay, we we have to do it this way, and they did it that way. Mm-hmm. Look at Marvel. Marvel meanwhile right now has this massive com- cameo crossover movie coming out and the only thing we have is just a hint of Patrick Stewart's voice which even shocked me that we got that much mm-hmm. shocked I'm like, I'm like why would you even give that much I mean it's fun to speculate but part of me is like stop stop I don't want to even know no, even though I, don't even tell though me I, anything even though I do want to know I don't want to know no you want that moment in the theater with the audience because so when, the, when when Doctor Strange comes out that is a Opening night, have to watch movie because because it's once you once opening night movie, or the opening weekend. I can I, that I, movie is gonna just explode with with leaks right afterwards. Well, the, the, the tickets go on sale for that tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's yeah, not good. yeah, that's not good at all, is it? No, it's it gonna not. be a Sunday night one again. I, I'm okay with Sunday nights. I'm, I'm well, able. I'll, to, be, I'll probably be seeing it uh, with my with good old Jeff Cook. Let me take a, let me take that Friday. back. I might say it Friday afternoon because that's what we did with Spider Man. That was that was helpful. Mm-hmm. I might have to do it that way. So yeah, that's exciting. But before we get to have that, you, have you uh, oh. still been able to avoid any spoilers for Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah, because uh, I keep going, keep stumbling and, upon and stuff. Attack on Titan. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's happening. Attack on guy. Titan. Oh my god. Oh my god. And they crossed over into giant robot. No, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Every time you make that squeal, squeal, people are just taking their headphones that's, off. Like that's so loud. It's so loud. That's that's what it is. All right. So rate this movie. I, 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 you, what rating how many, system? Rating is, rating is, how many, how, pies? many how many 
Tyrese arms do you give <laughs> metal arms do you give? out of two <laughs> out of one I don't even know what's the, what's the rating system no no the rating system is the only rating system I ever used ABCDF yes but you can use no the plus e. and minuses but everybody yeah what is E what are you doing everybody knows this C you minus to, you give this movie a C minus D plus C minus if C is average, it's just below average. I give it a C plus. I say it had enough in there that C plus. Anything B minus and up, I watch again. C plus, I'm being generous. Maybe it is a C. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Somewhere in there. The Venom movies are uh, C and D plus. D. D. C and a D. C and a D. You're probably right. You're probably right. That's that's where I go with the Venom movies. Eternals. I, I like I like Eternals. Most people don't. I don't understand. Like again, compare like, Shang Chi. Compare Eternals to this movie, and it's oh, like, no, oh, no, Eternals is is leaps and bounds ahead of this I've movie. I've watched Eternals a, a second time. But it's beautiful. All, uh, it, it's it's different. It's different. It's boring. It's not. I don't think it's boring. I think there's I, some incredible I'm, stuff I'm in that movie. Yeah, rating wise, I'm just going to rating like, like uh, B for me. Black Widow. Uh. B minus, maybe a C plus. Really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy that more. Oh, well, there you go. Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, stupid Iron Fist. We could we could talk about all the Daredevil yeah. and the, them removing stuff and Punisher yeah. and what's going on there. And I think I know. Oh well, yeah, well never mind. Yeah, that's a whole that, yeah. All right, so that was the the more BS of Morbius. It was morbid. And coming up in the feed will be the next part, uh, part two of Moon Knight. That is where we're going next. And Ooh. then after that, I'm Doctor Strange, maybe. I think it's Doctor Strange after that. But I'm not sure. There may be something in the middle there that I am forgetting. So more Moon Knight, less Morbius. <laughs> not Morbius, less BS. And I'm stuck. I hear, I hear Morbius is going to be in Moon Knight. It's going to be great. What? All right. Thank you for listening. I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.